Happy Monday, everybody. We've got a great show lined up for you. We have listener questions coming right at you. But first, we want you to go ahead and check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. Go ahead and type that in. You're going to see a whole bunch of blogs up there. We have two blogs right now uh, that just catch my eye, and we're talking about portable chargers at Walt Disney World, and another one talking about, you know, first look at Toy Story Land there at Disney World, Disney Highwood Studios. Also, while you're there, on the right-hand side, you can become an expert yourself. Just sign up for more deals, tips, and all things Disney. All they need is your name, email, and you can simply subscribe. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax. And get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. We have listener questions for you, and this is episode 321 of the Mousecapades podcast, and we're continuing to entertain that space between your ears. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Vicky, if you don't mind, I'm going to kick it off with one that I received a couple weeks ago, and this is from Janet from Columbia, South Carolina. And this was in her email. I'm wanting to plan a trip to Disney this September, October-ish, but I'm not sure if I want to deal with the crowd levels. With the opening of Toy Story Land at Disney Highway Studios, the food and wine at Epcot coming soon, and, you know, Magic Kingdom being busy with Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas, I almost feel, to beat the crowds, I should hold off until after the new year. Yeah, so what are your thoughts? Well, that depends on you. You don't have to be where all the hub and bub is going on. If you know that Toy Story Land is going to be busy and that's going to bother your plan, then pick a different park. Uh, another thing is Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween is a ticketed event. They only allow in a certain amount of people. So, yeah, there might be a crowd there, but it's not going to be all the time. I mean, it's only during that ticketed event. My suggestion always is get there at rope drop. I mean, that's what I always say. I know there'll be people there. I don't. I, I, you can answer to this too, Nick. There's always people there, obviously. I will agree with you if you're with a family. So in, in my case, you know, there, there were plenty of times where I was walking the park in the afternoon wishing that we had gotten up early uh, and we're, th- we're at each park for a rope drop. Right. And a, and a couple, like one day we were this past week. But we set everything off to later in the day. Um, not really necessarily like four or five in the evening, but like noon. And getting there just right before it starts getting really busy and we would eat lunch, you know, and then go do our fast passes and stuff. But it was at the hottest point of the day. There's yeah. plenty of times where I could have been on seven, eight rides within the first hour and a half if I just you got here to rope drop. Well, I've done that in years past. Right, right. No, I know. You know, when it's just myself and, and my kiddo uh, on that trip specifically and with Aaron the first time that we went, did that as well. But I was just bogged 
bogged down and tired from the, you know, getting from Myrtle Beach before I wanted to sleep in, right? But getting back to this listener, it's whatever floats your boat, really. Uh, it depends how many people are in your party. Uh, what is it that you want to experience? I'm adventurous. I say go out there, deal with the crowds, and go do it. Because you're if you're not going to, you're probably never going to, right? And there really isn't a dead, dead time at Disney anymore. Well, there are times where, uh, yeah, there are times where... It's slower. It is slower. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas, don't be scared of that. Those are some pretty cool events. And like you said, Vicky, those are hard-ticketed events. You know, and they start off. They're reasonably priced, by the way. Um, so you really do have room to breathe, even at those ticketed events. And those go until 1, 2 in the morning. Right. To where... People are starting to head out by midnight, you know, and you have your hardcore fans that are staying there for the extra two hours. And, you know, last time I've been to both and they were very enjoyable. Well, I so for ours, I, we were the Christmas, not the Halloween, but I've seen plenty of video footage to know. And I know you I've heard you say and other people say, yes, it's crowded, but you're there for a certain purpose. So some people are there. They want to go see those extra characters that you don't normally get to see, like the seven dwarfs, which Nick got to get his picture with the seven dwarfs. Some people we're looking for just those specifically. Yeah, you're right. That's a great point. So, yeah, I know people that go there just because they want to see the rare characters that they don't ever see. That's what their purpose of going there for. Then there were some people that were just there for the rides. They were just going around to go to the shorter ride line so that they could get on as many rides like as a quest to see how many rides they could ride in the time of Mickey's Not So Hot Scary. Then there were some that were just there for the show. And then there were some that were just there like we did rides, but we also did the goodies um, for you it was trigger treating when you were there when for us it was foods like uh, snickerdoodles and uh, snowman pretzels and eggnog and hot chocolate and they were literally people they're like okay where's the next one mom and they were literally going from oh, there sure. to there they're, they're so you don't see nearly the crowds I didn't feel like like you do on a normal day at Disney. I agree with you. You have certain families or groups of people that uh, want to do specific things, like you just said. Either go around grabbing the cookies and the hot cocoa and the hot cider, or, you know, for the Mickey's um, Very Merry Christmas or the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween, you have families that want to do just the trick-or-treating, seeing just the specific characters, or just riding the rides. Or you have people like me that want to do it all, right? And I'm there for everything. Um, when Tim and I were there, and, and we did, and so hopefully this listener is listening right now and it helps out, those parties are amazing. It only happens once a year, well, a specific t- month month or two right. throughout the year, but you have the booty you parade. You have uh, the trick-or-treating, you know, as far as right. Mickey's not so scary. The rides are open. They're not as packed. You have people that are dressed up and families that are dressed up. It's a fun time. For Very Merry Christmas, same same thing. You have the caroling. You have the cookies. You have the hot cocoa, right? And there were people dressed up with their right. Santa wear and that for that event as well. But yeah. I would definitely not miss out on that if you possibly can afford to go to do that. And the, the rides, they're really not that packed. Now, this is an extra hard ticketed event, so they're going to spend that extra money. So getting back to this listener's question, you know, I, I'm thinking about holding off until the, the following year, right? Till, till the new year, because you have all these events that will be taking place, even at Epcot. And I think what this person was getting to is, is saying, or Janet, you know, they're coming into their busy season right now after the summer with all these lists, all these events right. at the various parks. With Toy Story Land just opening, being extremely crowded, that she's pro- I can only assume X, you know, on that one. Right. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween you know, X on Magic Kingdom, you know, and then the food and wine at Epcot. So I would say go do it. I know it's it's whatever floats your boat, right? Whatever tickles your fancy, but be adventurous. Go out and do it anyway. Those are some really cool events that uh, you only get to experience once a year. And another thing is waiting till after the first of the year, you're not going to have the decor. The decor, the ambiance of the parks for fall and for Christmas is 
amazing. It is. I'm not saying that what they have up is bad normally, but you're going to miss out on that. And I don't think you really want the pictures. Make It just makes your pictures better. I don't know. I can't sell it enough. I don't think. I would definitely do it. Just jump in and do it. So Janet, you know, I went ahead and pulled some info up, you know, as far as what the crowds are going to look like, because I know you're waiting until possibly the first of the year, but, I, but I'm going to try to tell you, be adventurous and go anyway. And you can contact us if you'd like, and we can help you out. But, and, and you know, this August coming up, um, since we're in the month of July, I figured I'd just hit the next month. Looking at uh, the 1st and 12th, uh, of August, you're still going to have, you know, heavy crowds because you have kiddos that are going to be going to the parks just right before school starts. As the month goes on, though, it does dwindle down into September. Uh, I will say I've been there in September. You do have lighter crowds, especially uh, after Labor Day, you know, but then you start having fall breaks creep up in, the, you know, October, like mid-October. I, and I would say looking at uh, October, while the Food and Wine Festival is going on at Epcot throughout the month of October, October, it doesn't necessarily create like an overall surge in, in crowd levels per se, um, but it does bring a really cool experience. I would say the weekends probably brings the crowd levels. So if you're going to go during this time and you're afraid of the food, uh, food and wine festival, then then go during the week versus the weekends. Absolutely. Especially like at Magic Kingdom, if, if, if crowds are thing. And some people, it's it's the crowds, right? We know we have friends, you know, right. they don't go during specific times of year because the crowds, you know, they can't take it. Um, And, and I totally, completely, 100% understand that. But look at it in October here. Um, You start having fall breaks pop up, you know, um, it Peaks uh, right there, Columbus Day weekend with the crowd levels. School breaks yes. after that will be off, right? And you're pushing like the 9th of the 21st here, you're mid October. You're, you're going to have crowds peaking up. And I would say probably um, right around the 22nd through the 31st after the fall break, you know, crowds start to leave and dwindle down again. But then they ramp right back up. And in November, you're absolutely right with um, the Wine and Dine Half Marathon uh, that's just uh, d- just sold out, right? And that's going right. to be compa- up to capacity. Also, in November, you know, Thanksgiving week is very busy uh, leading. But I will say, though, I've been out there um, at Thanksgiving time and it wasn't bad. It- well, my friend was there last year and she I asked her because I was just comparing with Christmas and she said it wasn't nearly as crowded as she thought. And another good point you need to think about is think about the crowds in June, July and August and the heat. The heat is less in November. And so she said she thinks that even though the crowds were big, it was a lot more tolerable because the temperatures were tolerable. Oh, yeah. And, and during that time, I mean, temperatures, you're talking about high 70s, low 80s, and it drops down to the high 60s. Yeah, at, at least night. when I was there. Um, So the temperature wasn't that bad. I did go there and experience both parties. It was simply amazing. After Thanksgiving, the crowd levels dropped significantly. But then you, right back in December, I would say like mid-December, right. late December, it's very busy with with the Very Merry Christmas and just the Christmas holiday and the decor and everything. There right. spe- specifically at the Magic Kingdom, but really everywhere at all the parks. But then um, in January... January, then the crowds kind of linger for a little bit after till the new year. If you do you agree, Vic? No, yeah, there there's usually a run, but apparently it got pushed back a couple weeks. They're I think they're trying to spread out there the crowds a, a little bit. Yep, the marathon weekend where thousands of people show up for that one, and I've been one of those runs. Right. And it's it's early on in January. It's like the first two weeks, I believe, in January. So right. around that time is when they have uh the marathon. So I would say mid-January, I would say you're good to go. And this is where this person wants to go, you know, after the new year, if you're worried 
worried about crowd levels, you're good to go up until about probably mid-March, in my opinion. I would say through end of February. Just okay. because I feel like spring breaks are getting earlier and earlier. Georgia schools are now starting. I just, um, for instance, because we have family in Georgia, they're now starting school the second week of August. And their fall break is is the um, last week of September in some of the school districts and the beginning of October. And then when they- spring. And then their spring. Then they have a winter break. Nice. Like Christmas. And then That's they have cool. a winter break. And then them. they have a spring break. So I would definitely try to go there before February is over if that's a possibility for you. But if you have kids in school, just bite the bullet and do it. I promise it will make memories for you in the holidays that you just, you can't imagine. I can't sell it enough just because we've done it. We've both done the, he's done both parties. I've only done the one and I'm really wanting to do the one this fall, but I don't know if I can budget it with two kids in college, but do it. Oh yeah. I also forgot to mention uh, college cheer- cheerleading and dance teams arrive in January as yes, well. Yes, they do. So then that's, believe that's right after typically the marathons. Mm-hmm. So that will push you probably till mid-January. And I would say you're good to go from yeah. there up until school start taking spring breaks. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Janet, if uh, you want to really want to experience some pretty cool stuff, you know, go to those Christmas parties and, and the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party and go to the food and wine. Be adventurous and go out there and, and have a good time. Yeah, I would agree. All right. So I have a question. It says, Dear Nick and Vicky, we want to take our two girls to Disney World in 2019. And we saw that the 2019 dates are up, but we didn't want to know which resort we should stay at. Here are the resorts that we're thinking of choosing from. Beach Club, Boardwalk, Port of Orleans, Riverside Royal Room, Art of Animation, All-Star Movies, and Pop Century. Also, do you think the dining plan is a good idea? Because we want to do a lot of character dining. Any information that you can give us would help to help make our trip magical would be appreciated. LaDonna from Collinsville, Illinois. All right. Right around uh, around us. That's Um, not too far away. Not too far away. About what? About an hour and 15? Something like that. I don't visit there very often. I didn't see this email come through. Did she say how many people were going to be in the party? Uh, Her husband and her and two girls. Or I'm assuming because it says we are wanting to take our two girls. And she was talking about a royal room? That was one of the things. She said Beach Club, Boardwalk, Port of Orleans, Riverside Royal Room, Art of Animation, All-Star Movies, and Pop Century. She was trying to narrow down what she thought would be the best for them. So let's, let's, let's go ahead and talk about that royal room first. The royal room is simply amazing down to the details, right? Of everything. Sure. Uh, the decor, the trim work, the foss. I mean, everything about it is simply amazing, you know. Um, but I, I wonder how old her girls are. Uh, it, it doesn't specify. I would I would be interested in hearing a little bit more information on how old. Text that in, actually. Uh, we'll get back with you. 407-674-0414. Or matter of fact, we can just reply, simply reply to her email, Vicki. And right. get that to her. So if you want to pull that up here, we'll, we'll reply to her. I would say it also depends on the age of your children, you know. I mean, if it was just you two, like husband and wife going and you want that romantic experience in the royal room, definitely. Uh, but I mean, if, if your kids are at that age as well, where they want to feel like little princesses and stuff like that, you know, um, th- that would be great. But if they're too young, I mean, honestly, and, and you also got to factor in how many hours are you going to spend in the park? Are you park friendly? Or are you not park friendly? Right. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I want to reply back and get some more info. I but would say the same thing with Be- because Beach Club, Boardwalk, room. and Port Orleans Riverside Room, those are to me, for oh, me. did she not say a royal room? I thought she was Yeah, that one too. Room. Okay. I'm just listing the ones that are the more pricey rooms. For me, I would save those for more of an adult trip. Not because I don't think my kids are worth it, but those are very pricey where you could stay at Art of Animation or All-Star Movies or uh, Pop Century where we've stayed. You stayed at Art of Animation. We both stayed at an All-Star. We both stayed at Part, uh, Pop Century. They're nice resorts and they've just refurbished Pop Century completely. They're halfway through All-Star mu- uh, Movies, excuse me, and Art of Animation is relatively new. I would save the money and 
and use it for something else. Because if you do, I'm assuming, I'm going to assume these girls are school age. They're going to want souvenirs. You have a school age child. Right. And although you said the only thing he really wanted was a balloon, but he he's been there a lot. Yeah, but he didn't ask for anything except for one item this past trip. That the, was it. The balloon. The balloon. Yeah. So, but most girls see how the girly princess. I, ha- I have groomed him well, haven't I? Yes, <laughs> you have. We're going to Disney every year, kiddo, and you're not going to ask for a darn thing. <laughs> well, I think that they're just so happy to be there. I think that's how it is with my kids because we save money to have uh, souvenir money, but they might get a sh- new shirt or a new sweatshirt or something, but they're just so happy to be right. in the happiest place on earth. They don't care. But anyways, I would stick with the lower, like the value resorts just because you can use that money somewhere else because you're saying here that you would like to go use the dining plan and we both agree that the dining plan is a good choice. Yeah, I would agree. You know, um, definitely take advantage of that dining plan because you're already, what you're doing there, what was her name again? Uh, LaDonna. LaDonna. What you're doing there, LaDonna, is you're, you're pre-paying for your meals right up front and then you have options on what you'd like to choose from uh, right there. Well, um, I'm noticing that she wants character dining. That was part of the question. That, of course, is amazing to have. So then her kiddos are probably younger. I would think. That's why I said I'm assuming they're grade school based on the fact that they want to go to character dining. Although, my children still like to go to character dining and, and they're adults. So I would say the perfect resort then at that point, you can. I, I would I would put aside the Riverside. I'd put aside that Royal Room. I I would po- I'd put aside the All-Stars at this point. I would I would go with a Pop or an AOA or a Caribbean, but it sounds like if they want character dining, they're probably all about the characters, right. and princesses and stuff. Mm, AOA maybe, you know, be immersed in that um, environment. Yeah, well, and the pool's amazing there too. But for uh, the dining plan, definitely do the dining plan um, with your girls. Even if they don't eat that much, they can split a meal unless you're at a buffet and then you just have to forego the fact that it's a f- using the point for that because you want them to see the princesses. Um, you want to go to Be Our Guest. You want to go to Cinderella's Royal well, Table. Right. And then over there in Epcot, in the Norway Pavilion, you have the, the I always screw this up, Vicky. The I Aker think it's Haas, Aker Haas. Yeah. Haas, whatever. Uh, you have all of the Disney princesses yeah. over there. It's a royal brunch or breakfast or something of some Whatever sort. you want it to be. Yeah. Right. So I think you should do it. I mean, um, I hope that you'll have a good experience and I hope that if you do take your trip that you will contact us again and let us know so that we can interview you and have a trip report. Well, let's reach out, out to her because I feel like we, I want some more details. Yeah, on, I'm going to email her. On specifics yeah. to really help her out to plan a, a really pretty, pretty awesome trip there for, for her girls. Yeah. Because that'll be an experience that th- they'll never forget. For sure. All right. So I have one here. Madeline from Dexter, Missouri. Okay. So right down the street from us. It was just about maybe three hours away from us. So Madeline says, hey, Mousecapades podcast. I've been listening to your show and I really enjoy it while, while I'm at work. I'm planning a trip uh, to the world for seven people, including myself. So I, I guess that's eight makes eight. I've read, uh, I've read on other blogs and websites and I hear that the Magical Express can sometimes take forever to get your luggage loaded and sent to your room. Uh, and sometimes you can be waiting in line standing uh, for your specific resort. So she's talking about the Magical Express standing in line once the airport. At the airport, right. In your case, with a family of seven, do you think the Magical Express will benefit us if we're wanting to check into the resort as soon as possible to get to the parks? Well, Madeline, first off, you can have your bags sent straight to your room. Uh, well, actually, they do. They tag them and they send them straight to your room with the Magical Express. As long as you're there before 10 p.m., yes. Right. Now, the downside of that is sometimes they can get to your room hours after you've arrived, but you're going to be at the parks anyway. Hopefully, by the time you get back from the parks, they're in your room. That's, the, that's what they want. Right. I've heard of cases where that does not happen, but those are very minute. Very rare. Very rare. If you're really worried about that, uh, something that I have done myself, just go to the carousel uh, there at Orlando and pick up your own bag. Don't and put the tags on 
that they mail to yeah, you, though. Yeah, don't put, don't, yeah, and just, yeah, because they'll be separated right. when the baggage cl- uh, handlers take it from, from, the um, plane. from the airport. Just go pick them up yourself and drag them down and check in if you're really worried about your bags. And, and what I've done, I've taken those bags, and as soon as I hop off the bus, you know, they pop open the door below, you pull your bag out. I go right there to the bellhop concierge, you know, area, and I'm like, hey, this is what room I'm in. Could you just have them there waiting for me when I get back from the park? And give you some, give them some money. Right, and I leave. Like, literally, I hop off the bus, grab my bag, drop it off, and I'm gone, you know? And right. something, you can even Uber if you really want to get to the park super fast, yeah. like like me, and I have no patience. I, the first day, I'll ride the bus, and then I get bored of riding the bus, or actually, I'm impatient of riding the bus, and then I Uber the rest of my trip, Um, just so I can say I had that experience. So you didn't use the new app? I, I forgot to ask you that. What's up? Where it tells you when the oh, bus the wait is, times. Did you use that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. But still get impatient, right? So, so Madeline- You impatient? I know. So Madeline, um, you know, you have some options. I, I, I've heard of horror stories, but those are few far in between. I've ridden the Magical Express. I've never had any horror experience riding the Magical Express. It's always been a magical time. Um, and you get to watch cool cartoons. Yeah. I just do. hope you have a really good television because I will say in my case, your TV was I'm always sitting next blip. to that television that's blurry or fuzzy <laughs> or it's like half blacked out, you know, because they're so old. Well, they're using the real old ones, you know, the real boxy kind. Uh, you know, t- the last one we had was brand new bus. So, oh, really? Yes. Flat screens? Yes, it was oh, very super nice. nice. So, I, after looking at your email, I went ahead and I pulled up some info, and, I, and I'm looking at pros and cons of using Disney's Magical Express, okay? And so, here's a, a pro right off the bat. You can't Uber, and I have Ubered from the park or my resort to the airport, and let me tell you something, it wasn't cheap. I mean, it was $35, and then I still at had least. a tip, so 40 bucks. Still cheaper than minivan service, still right. cheaper than a cab, but, you know, Magical Express, it's free. It is completely free. You can tip your driver, but they don't require tips. It is completely free. Um, let's see here. Uh, once you arrive at your hotel, again, using the Magical Express, you can head, you know, directly to your parks without fussing with any of your luggage stuff. You, like I said, you can go ahead and drop it right off and it's delivered to your room. Um, if you have it in hand, if you decide to take it from the carousel, otherwise it'll just be waiting in your room no matter what. Um, let's see here. Can I think of any other pros? Um, yeah, if you're, if you're traveling with the, with some kids, you're all on the same spot. You're all on the same bus. You don't have to worry about, you know, that weirdo with a beardo in the Uber car that's driving you and your family to the park or cabbie, you know, you're, you know, you're going to have uh, someone working with Disney that, that uh, is safe, you know, on the Magical Express. Um, cons of using the Magical Express. Uh, if you have any carry-ons, it can get kind of tight um, when they're forcing a lot of people on the Magical Express. And this is my personal opinion, Vicky. Uh, maybe you have something to say to this too. Um, even though they only have so many seats for the Magical Express, they will cram more bodies than I've how only many had that, in the seats. Um, Sometimes. I've only had that one time and it was the night because we came in so late and I think other people came in so late, surprisingly. Now, during the day... Because, I mean, not that I'm saying you have people standing. You don't have people no, standing. No, no, no. But do, I've seen bus drivers say, oh yeah, four kids, go ahead and sit right here, you know, and you have right. four kids piled up in two seats. Yeah. No, I didn't have it that bad. We were on a full bus this last time, but it was a late arrival and... Or no, that was two years ago. It was a late arrival and I guess they had picked up everybody that had booked their trips. And she, I wanted to address something that she said about waiting a long time. I've never waited a super long time, maybe 10 or 15 minutes tops. Oh, wow. Then you had a great, ex- I mean, that that's good. I, I've probably waited about 30 minutes, 40 it's, minutes. Um, I think we've used it nine times now and it was 10 or 15 minutes and we didn't think that was bad because we were thinking, hey, they're picking us up, they're driving us, we don't have to worry about, it's the convenience of that. Another thing is if you have anybody with you that's never been to Disney and they don't have an idea of what they're looking at, it gives you some uh, must-dos that you can watch 
along with the cartoons that are in the video. And um, those Disney musties. Well, and the bus driver, there's one guy named Santiago that we've had three times now. He's amazing. He like is a little tour guide. He's family now. Yeah, he's like a little tour guide guy. He's like telling you stuff along the way. Oh, and over on the left, we have blah, blah, blah. And on the right, we have blah, blah. So um, I have nothing but good things to say. With a party the size of yours, you're not going to get one Uber. You're going to have to have two. Or deluxe. Well, you get a big van or, or, or we SUV. got a deluxe in Vegas and it would only hold seven of us. I mean, and you said you thought well, it was eight. Seven, with her. Eight, yeah. Eight. And you're talking luggage too. So yeah, they're probably going to need two. Couple. So I would, I just haven't had any bad experiences like that. The worst thing that happened was the bus broke down at beach club. Mm. Let me just tell you what a sad thing that is to break down at the beach club. <laughs> it's not because the beach club is amazing. And they just had us get off the bus and go wait in the air conditioned, beautiful beach club while they quickly got another magical express to us and got us to our resort. How much time elapsed? Uh, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, that's it, it? Was, nice. No, I mean, I think the guy knew something was up, like a light must have come on, but he went ahead and drove us to sure. the beach club. And um, they're like, we're sorry, ladies so, and gentlemen, but you're going to have to go and wait in this luxurious hotel. That's another thing. You know, you're stopping at all these resorts. That could be a con too. I mean, because I, I will admit, depending upon where you stay, it, it can take between 45, 75, 80 minutes to right. get where you're going because you're going to be stopping at other places. They only stop at other places when we arrive at night. So if that helps you, you could make sure yours is during the day. But a lot of times we're coming straight from work because we wait until the last day when uh, school gets out at Christmas. And if you're worried, you know, you can always rent a couple cars, you know, but I would suggest take the Magical Express, experience it once if you haven't already and you can't go wrong there. You guys are going to have a good time and not many of these, uh, not many uh, things are free at Disney. Right. And uh, although you don't see it in your itemized bill, I'm sure you pay for it somewhere, but let's just say it's free. Hey. Right. Go with the free. All right. All right. This is Dear Mousecapades Podcast Peeps. My friend says that you only get three fast passes per day at Disney World and we are going at a busy time in August and we're hoping to ride more than four or five things a day. Is there a way that we can get more than three fast passes in a day? Any tips and tricks that you could give us would be appreciated. Deanna from Fort Worth, Texas. Nick has a plan. And oh he, my gosh. He laid so, it out for us, but he's going to lay it out clearly for all of the listeners. All right, listeners. So the last trip that I just took with my family, you know, I'm using the fast pass system and your MDE account um, can be overwhelming at times. But the more you use it, the more experienced you become at it. And um, not trying to mow and horn, I would say I've become a pro at it because. Because of Brad said. Uh, oh my gosh. Magic Kingdom, super busy. It's June. We're at peak season. And everything I wanted to get on, I got on. And not only did I get on it, but I was able able to manipulate the system in such a way to where I got on it when I chose to get on it, right? So right. anytime. What I do, I always set my fast passes no matter what. If I'm going to the parks in the morning, the afternoon, or at night, I will set my fast passes. Well, let me rephrase that. If I'm going in the morning, I'll set my fast passes at noon. So keep that in the back of your noggin. But one thing I always do with my fast passes, I will bump them up back to back, back to back. What I mean by that is once you set a fast pass, you have an hour uh, time frame to use that fast pass. And you you can't make another one until that hour expires. So let's say I have, I'm at the Magic Kingdom. We'll use that. I have Splash Mountain at 12 o'clock. Well, I have from 12 to 1 o'clock to utilize my Fast Pass at Splash Mountain. Technically, you can arrive five minutes sooner. 
So technically right. 11.55. And technically you can re- you can get there as far as 15 minutes later. So technically... They would prefer you not to do that. Well, there's a buffer actually in the right. system put in place. But for today's purpose, we'll just say I, I can arrive between 12 p.m. and 1 p.m. What I will do, I will wait until about five minutes before my first pass pass. Fast pass is set to expire. Because the hope is I will scan my band. It'll take me 15 minutes maybe to go through the fast pass line. Not even that. Maybe 10 minutes, right? We're talking whatever. Peak season, whatever it may be. Um, Just in my case, it was peak season. So I'm going based off of what right. myself. Absolutely. But, so you're in line maybe 10 minutes, if that. You you get on your ride. That's going to take some time as well. Another 10, 15 minutes to do your ride, do your thing and get off. Um, You're looking at by the time you travel to the next location of where you're supposed to be. And that also depends on if you have your fast passes all set up on one land or what I mean by that. So this will accommodate all parks. Is it right next to each other or is it across the park? Right. So by the time you get to your next ride and you're getting ready to scan your ban, and again, you can scan in five minutes sooner, I factor that in, okay? It's about time to walk right on into your fast pass. So I do that. I walk right on into my fast pass. I get on that ride. I get out. I will find a ride close by to fill that gap between my last fast pass. So I get on another ride. As soon as I get off, it's around time to show up five minutes before my fast pass time, right? Because Disney allows you to do that. And let's say my buffer ride or my next ride after Splash was haunted. We'll just say that. And let's say my buffer ride was Big Thunder Mountain. Okay, we'll say that. Now my third ride, we'll say, was Pirates. So then I get on Pirates, show up five minutes beforehand. And even if you are fight a little sooner, when I say six or seven minutes, even if it flashes blue at the stanchion, they'll let you in. It's all good. Um, Most of the time. Not all the time, most of the time. So then I'll go in, and as soon as I scan that last Fast Pass, while I'm in line waiting, I get on to my Disney Experience account, and I find another ride that I want to go on. And while I'm in line, I will grab, so I don't go by times at this point. I go by my experience. So what experience do I want? Well, let's say I want to get on Jungle, um, Cruises, right Jungle Cruise, right? I will snag Jungle Cruise, but what if my, the system says, hey, there's only a 9 p.m. left at Jungle Cruise, and let's say it's already, what did I say, 12 to 1, 1 to 2, uh, Sorry, 2 to 3, it's almost 3 o'clock, right. but I can't get on until 9 p.m. That's a big gap. Well, most people won't take that. They won't even try after that point. Take it. They'll keep hitting refresh, and they'll keep saying 9 o'clock. 8.45, right. 9.30, 10 p.m. Take it anyway, even though it doesn't give you the specific time. Because if you snag it, and this worked, listeners, okay, listen to this, and Vicky, no, <laughs> this I... worked 100% of the time. See, I didn't Let think me say to this, do this again. part, right. 100% of the time, this worked, which leads me to believe that there are times available, but Disney does not show them unless you already have the Fast Pass. Right. Okay? So if you don't have it and you're looking for it, it's only going to give you a certain block of times. Correct. Unless someone cancels, then that will pop up. Right. In my experience. But until you snag that fast pass, you're not really going to see all the times that are truly available. And you really don't see it the first time around. So what you have to do is click on that fast pass that you snagged for while I'm in line waiting for pirates. I wanted to snag Jungle Cruise, remember? So I will bring up my fast pass, click on Jungle Cruise, hit modify, and I will modify the time. I will scroll that time. I won't keep hitting modify to find times. Right. I will choose a specific time and I won't deviate from it. So I will side scroll that tick that timer all the way back to let's say four PM or three thirty. Three thirty would be awesome. Yeah. I will I will click on three thirty and it will say it'll give me three other choices, right? Right. Well then if it if my three other choices aren't before that 10 p.m., I won't take them, and I'll keep clicking on 3 o'clock. Well, let's say a 7 o'clock pops up. Oh my gosh, a 7 o'clock just popped up. It wasn't there before. 
take the seven o'clock. Take the seven o'clock and keep repeating that process until Pull you get it back the time up, you want. Modify, keep hitting, but keep hitting the three o'clock. Don't hit three thirty. Right. Or, I mean three thirty. Don't hit four o'clock. Don't hit three o'clock. Keep hitting that three thirty, three thirty, and keep refreshing the screen. Right. And one hundred percent of the time, Vic and listeners. I mean, it was one hundred percent of the time. Within five minutes, I found one that was within fifteen minutes of you know. Right. Well, that's what Aaron when, said. Of when she said I it was wanted. awesome. Totally. What did she tell you that this morning? Well, she was saying that the yeah. other day, but she said it. Yeah. I mean, and then I click on it. Well, then as soon as I walk on over within twenty minutes to Jungle, right? As soon as I'm in line, I'm clicking on my MDE account again, looking for a fast pass, and I may say, "Hey, I want Space Mountain, right?" For Aaron, and I can only get a seven o'clock. But hey, it's it's three forty-five at this point. Right. Well, I'll keep repeating the same process, and I will I will scroll that timer all the way to four o'clock, and within five minutes, I had exactly what I wanted when I wanted it. And it's almost like the times aren't appearing or populating until you go in to modify it. Right. Specifically at a specific time. Don't modify it with Disney giving you a set of times. Right. Modify it with you telling Disney what, what you want. What time you want. And after you do hit refresh like 15, 20 times, you will get what you want. And I was able to do that for every single day that I was there, Vicky. And we only waited in line for maybe two or three rides the entire week. That's what she said. And like 10 or 15 week. minutes at the most. And it was our buffer rides. Right. You know, so I mean, I was constantly just hitting refresh. I was on it. And you know, the fast pass system, I've never worked it the way I did this past trip. And I'm telling you, I'm going to do the exact same thing every time I go out there, especially if you have a family. It's different if you're by yourself or with a friend, but when you're with your family and your right. kids want to get on it and your wife, um, it's a different story, but that's how you work the fast pass. And what was her name again? I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. And that's how you work the fast Deanna pass. Deanna from Fort Worth. Deanna. Sorry, Deanna. Uh, that's how you work the fast pass system. And hopefully I haven't confused you or the listeners. I would love to go back into my MD account right now and pull it up. But the thing is, unless you have a fast pass or I mean, excuse me, a resort reservation, right. they're not going to allow you to get into that system and start picking those fast passes and actually work it and manipulate it. So if, if, uh, I, we'll re- I'll reach out to you. Uh, I'll have Vicky reach out to you okay. and, um, we'll get you some more information on that. My next listener says, hi, we are going to Disney World for a long weekend in September 2018. There are four adults and we only have time for three parks. Which parks would be the most beneficial for four adults? Can you tell us which three parks that you would go to and give us reasons why? We can't decide and we would love any information you can give us to help make an informed decision. Thanks, Ginger from Tunnel Hill, Georgia. Right down your alley. Right down my alley? Yeah, Georgia. That's because I took this one because it's from where Brad's from. I thought we should maybe talk through which three parks we should do years might differ from mine. I am not sure. What do you think, Nick? What would you say if you were going, let's just say you and Aaron and me and Brad were going, what three parks would we go to if we could only go to three? Well, you know, the, the Diz freak and us would be going to Magic Kingdom, but I will say Epcot right off the bat. Uh, Epcot, if you want to adult for the day, go to Epcot. You, there are a lot of different tastes and flavors throughout the showcase that you can enjoy. If you, if you want to, and, you know, indulge in an alcoholic beverage and, and see the sights and sounds of different cultures, then definitely, you know, because that's an adult thing, right? And shows. Yeah. Uh, Epcot, I mean, I, that's becoming one of my favorite parks. And, you know, may, and that's just me growing up, right? Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> it took a while. I was on the slower plan. <laughs> but Epcot has grown on me. 
uh, years ago it really wasn't one of my faves, but I have to say it is because I love to take that lovely stroll, take my time, enjoy the breeze. And, you know, I don't drink, but I'll have my tea from Joffrey's right, right. right there by the American uh, right. experience um, or adventure, I should say. And I enjoy. I just walk around and listen to the bands and grab a bite to eat here, or a sweet treat there and get some candy from the Japan Pavilion. And, you know, I'm a maple sucker from Canada. Canada. And I like to get my caramel corn from right. Germany. And the big pretzel from Germany. It's like, it's just a great place to go for adults. Uh, another park. I mean, you got to hit up the Magic Kingdom. Who doesn't go to the Magic Kingdom? When they go to Disney going World. Going to Disney World. Come on now. now. I don't think anybody. You're not at Disney unless uh, you hear uh, screaming children. Whereas my wife would or say. Or crying adults. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, crying, <laughs> crying adults and screaming children. That is the truth. But beyond that, I mean, it brings out your inner child. And that's good for everyone to escape reality, be in that Disney bubble, and let go of all the stressors in life, check your brain out the door, and have fun. Gotta go to Magic Kingdom. I have to do a third park now, apparently. Yes. Okay. So the third park, I'm so that's be between this. Animal Kingdom or Disney Hollywood Studios. Two different feels here, but it's a hands down because you have Toy Story Land that just opened up. And let's face it, that, that cartoon came out, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. And any adult knows Toy Story. Right. Go to Toy Story Land, go enjoy it. They have the Star Wars stuff there. That came out in 77. That's in, in all of the adults in us, you know, um, you can't go wrong. With Star Wars. Uh, I totally agree with the Epcot because I like if it's, it's a couple's trip. And so you can have a day of adventure at another park where that can be your kind of low-key park. You ride Soarin', maybe ride some living with the land and learn more about how to do things with the land. Maybe eat at a nice restaurant within one of the World Showcase places because there's so many. Are you trying to say they would be educated? Yes, they would be educated on their trip. Just, I think it is a more laid-back park. It's not the the feel of Magic Kingdom because Magic Kingdom, I feel like when I get there, I hit the streets running and I'm go, 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 go because I want to do so much. I want to be engulfed in the happiness and the feeling that Walt wants for me to be like a kid. So Epcot would definitely be like, maybe you could do it in the middle of your visit. Go to Epcot. Definitely you do need to go to Magic Kingdom because it is Walt. You won't know this if you've never been there, but as soon as I walk onto Main Street and see the castle, I tear up every time because I feel so happy that even though this man that's passed away has done exactly what he wanted, made everybody happy just by being there. Well, you're playing around at Magic Kingdom. You're you're going back in that time when you were a child and your your imagination took over. Right. And that's what the Magic Kingdom's all about. The theming of every ride, your imagination takes over and you're playing. You know, uh, over at Epcot, you're adulting. Yes, true. I mean, there's fun things to do there at like a child, but you get to kind of just relax and walk and be at your own pace. Um, check out some of the cool shows. You're not going to be as worried about, although some adults I know still, I my adult children still love to get their pictures with characters. So maybe, you know, you'll get to do that. Don't you? I love getting I my picture. I, I, I proposed to Snow you a year did. ago. That was hilarious. That was. She rejected my, me. Still my classic. But, um, so definitely Magic Kingdom and Epcot. I know what Nick said about Toy Story Land. If you cannot afford a park hopper, which I would say get a park hopper. You're breaking the rules here. I know. I'm just, I'm just telling them that's what I would do. But if I couldn't, I actually think I would go to Animal Kingdom, Nick. I know that that has... Really? It's just really because... I've, it's grown on me like Epcot has grown on you. One one place we're forgetting that's technically not a park, but just like Pluto's not a planet anymore. True. Disney Springs. Yes. 
to me, technically, is a park in its own right. Well, yeah, because if you want to shop and have some good dining and some music. You have music, you have eating, you have shopping. And they have random shows where they have those and people And they do painted. have a few rides there. You can get in the hot air balloon. That's you true. You can get on the train. That's true. The, the kids train, that is. I'm joking. <laughs> well, they could actually, it says three days in the park. It doesn't say that, like, on their last day, they could actually go to Disney Springs. Right. But they're only having three park days. So that's just our tips, uh, Ginger. I hope that was helpful to you. Um, that's a hard decision because the parks are becoming so. But right now, why Toy Story Land is so crazy, I think if I could only go to three, I would actually forego it. I know that seems bizarro to you, but that's just what I, that was my mindset. These are some really good questions this I got time. one oh, more okay. that they included Kaylee on, so I want to make sure I put it in because oh, she'll be all excited. Okay. Um, it obviously was a recent one while you were gone, why Kaylee was helping me. Dear Nick, Vicki, and Kaylee, we are going to Disney World in October and we will be on the quick serve dining plan. We were wondering if you can give us your favorites for each park and or resort and we would like to get the most for our money. We knew you'd have great suggestions. Thanks so much. Lee from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. All right. Well, go ahead and then I'll be quick right after you and we'll wrap this up. All right. So my fa- uh, this is hard though for Magic Kingdom now because now we're finding more. But I would say Casey Corner, Casey's Corner, which is hot dogs, variety of hot dogs and Pinocchio Haas for my quick serve at Magic Kingdom. Well, so they want, wait, so this is just quick serve, right? They're just okay, wanting quick okay. serve tips. Oh, you can go to be our guest. I'm sorry if you eat breakfast or lunch. I, I knew was, he I was, was like, are you forgetting that one? <laughs> but I knew you would say it anyway. You can go to be our guest, but you do need a reservation for a quick serve. So keep that in mind. If oh, do, do you? Can I explain something real quick? I'm sorry. Sure. One thing we didn't discuss. So I, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm interrupting this, this question. Lee. Sorry, Lee. Uh, we didn't talk about this on my trip report. When I pulled up, when I walked up to be our guest restaurant and I said I had a dining reservation, I could not believe the response I got from the cast member. And talk to Aaron about this later on. You'll get the story too. I walk up there. I'm like, hey, I have a, a, a Be Our Guest or, uh, d- a lunch reservation at 11 o'clock. She looks at me and she goes, with like her eye dro- her eyebrows dropped. Yes. Her, her, her chin dropped a little bit. And, like, you know, she's looking as if she's looking through, you know, through glasses, you know. Right. And she goes, you have a dining reservation? Like, and I even kind of looked to my side and looked to my <laughs> other side. I did. Do I'm I like, look like an animal? I'm like, yeah, I have a dining reservation. Can, can I grab a menu real quick? And uh, she didn't believe me. She did not believe me. Did you show me. your phone? So I did. So she go. So again, she said, "You have a dining reservation," because she just got done turning away like three people. Oh, all right. But I looked at her and I almost said, "I almost said something." I almost said, "Girl, I've been coming here for years since you built the Star Castle and uh, Beast Castle." That right. You, and yes, it's my favorite place. I've liked I to visit have. the bathroom. Yeah, I pretty much live here. <laughs> you know, like they have a portrait of me yeah. next to the Beast. You know, um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I signed I have, the I wall this, in yeah. the big stall of the yeah. bathroom. I have carved my name in that <laughs> stall in the very back. You know, the handicap one with its own sink and, and paper Weird. towels. Uh, so, yeah. So I show her my phone and she's like, oh, okay. All right. Right this way. Like immediately, totally changed. You know, like when your mom was mad at you when you were yeah. a kid and the phone would ring. <laughs> and then she's like, hello. Exactly. That is exactly <laughs> how it was. And I was so in shock. That's hilarious. I didn't know what to say. That's hilarious. Anyway, sorry, Lee. Okay. So then at Epcot, I would say my fast food, I mean, my quick serves would be the French Pavilion. I'm not even going to try to murder that name. In the back of the French Pavilion is a quick serve. Phenomenal. You can get Le Croc Monchot or whatever, however you say that. My daughter's going to beat me up over that one. You can get Creme Brulee, that one. I also like the quick serve in the Japanese Pavilion. Very, um, it's obviously it's quick serve, but you can get sushi. You can get food that's similar to what they get when they're cooking it in front of you in the Japanese restaurant. Those would be my two 
two. I actually have a third one in Mexico. Don't kill me. It's the Sandy Angel one. I know Aaron had a. Oh yeah, inside the pyramid. Yeah. No, no, no. This one is um right across from the pyramid. Oh, that cantina. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's called La Sandy Angel. I'm not even gonna. I'm not Hispanic and I cannot pronounce that properly. And they're gonna probably laugh at me. Anybody who's listening, they can. Um, that's my Epcot, my Hollywood Studios quick serves top of the line ABC commissary every time. I will take ABC commissary, but I also like Dockside Diner. And let's see what park am I missing? So now I'm at Animal Kingdom. I think that was the last one I have, right? Okay. Animal Kingdom. Fast serve, I would say uh, the... Well, you went to Flame Tree. Was that Diner? I went to Flame Tree and that was quick serve. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Nick on that because if Nick said it was good, then it must oh be awesome. Oh my gosh, yes. And um, the restaurant the Tosaurus. The was amazing. Yeah. Restaurant source. And then I my top Disney Springs, you did not say that you wanted that, but I'm telling you this in case you went there and I would go to Wolfgang Puck Express by uh, the Christmas store at Disney Springs. Yep. Um, amazing food and they treat you like table service. You order the food at the counter but they bring everything to you including drink refills. Yes, they do. So I'm going to start off at Disney Springs. I'm going to say okay. Blaze Pizza and Wolfgang Puck. Yeah. Quick serve. Let's head over to Animal Kingdom. I'm going to say Flame Tree Barbecue. Can't go wrong with Flame Tree. It was a simply amazing. The pulled pork. Get it, Lee. It is, is this Lee? Yes. Get it. It's Lee. awesome. Uh, let's head over to Disney Hollywood Studios for a quick serve. ABC Theater right there. The, uh, ABC, ABC Commissary. Commissary. Yeah. Amazing. It is amazing. They get you in and they get you out. Lots of food. You'll have a great time. Over at Epcot, I'm going to say the same uh, with the Mexico Pavilion right there where, you know, you kind of eat out on the water. Right. I love that place. I always stop there to get, although I don't get a quick serve, I get a snack. Churro. I do. Churro with the dipping with sauce. With the dipping sauce. Yeah. It is simply amazing with the caramel dipping sauce. Right. And then Magic Kingdom, I have a few. Sorry. Pinocchio Haas Village. Also, Columbia Harbor House. I really love Pecos Bill. And again, my favorite of all favorites is going to be the BR guest because that one restaurant. your restaurant bracket yeah that did win my restaurant bracket now I didn't listen to that one what restaurant won for us for for in the bracket in general who who chose um I actually don't remember oh, so <laughs> and I haven't listened to it, it yet it wasn't BR guest for you it did and for right. and um I think it was for Lee it also but for us it was something else oh out in Cali yeah so really he, he actually did it so he suggested um I think that was the one that he suggested that we start posting it so I put the link on our I made a Google Sheets and I put it on our... Yeah, I was going to say you really dropped the ball on that one, Vicky. You didn't post it. What? I'm joking. No, I did. I posted it on Facebook and um, oh, people could join in. I didn't even see it. Yeah, because we were hoping you would do it. Um, because Kaylee said awful I am with social media. Go ahead. Well, anyways, Kaylee was hoping you would go back and we would report on the brackets when we got back because oh, she okay. wanted you to be a part of them. Well, we still have them. Well, I did, I did submit my picks. Well, yeah, you did half of that one bracket, but... <laughs> oh, was that not the food bracket? I thought that was yeah, the food bracket. Yeah, it was. Bracket. It was okay. the food bracket. Yeah, that's all that came guest. up on my phone, though, was right. half the bracket. Gotcha. Anyway, so Lee suggested that. That's funny. This is a different Lee. This is Lee in Alabama. This is our friend Lee in California. He just said, I think it would be fun for us not only to tell you guys, but to be able to play along. And so I sent it out ahead of time. I put a little thing out to the people on Facebook that said, please have this back to us by five o'clock on the 27th so that we can have it for the show. Lee is a popular name, apparently. I, I mean, I, I don't own too many Lees, though. I have a cousin named Lee. Oh, really? Uh, an uncle named Lee. <laughs> um, and the only other Lees that I know, Lee out in Cali, that was, that, I haven't heard that name since he started listening to the show. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, I actually have a lot of friends. And one of our listeners. So I think it's a popular thanks, name around Lee, my age group. Thanks for listening. Yes. Both Lee's, but uh, specifically Lee, did you leave his last name? He did not. Where's he from? He's from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Alabama. So Lee from Roll Alabama. Time, right? If you did not listen to the restaurant bracket, I would encourage you to do that too because we did talk in depth about different restaurants uh, and that might give you some more choices to let you know what um, you might like better than what we're saying. All right. There's some really good questions. I know. I, I like really bringing it down. Really good questions come around. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Well,
Well, listeners, you keep them coming. Definitely keep those questions coming, and we will respond to a few of these that we want to get some more info on, give you more of an in-depth answer. And listeners, if you're listening to this and you have some comments to some of our questions that were sent in to us, you can always text us, 407-674-0414. Email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. You're looking to book your next Disney vacation with us, and we just we booked our own just recently. I just got back, had a great trip. I'm working with uh, three other clients uh, to, later on today, uh, actually quoting them and getting them started. Go ahead and contact us as well. Travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. You can always text us, though, at 407-674-0414. We will take that as well. Just get a hold of us. We, we All we want to do is really help you have a really good time at the happiest place on Earth. And also, don't forget to check, o- check our friends over at waltexpress.com. Become that Disney expert. Sign up for more deals, tips, and all things Disney. Go ahead and check them out. waltexpress.com. Hey, Vicki, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have, Have a, a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. Click on the contact tab on the upper right band. What? Is everything okay? Did I mess up? No. I just left. Okay. You're not breathing. Okay, here, I'll start over. Hey. That's how, that's how we roll. You're going very fast. Carol, slow down. He hasn't done this for a month. It's been a long time. 100% com- You've done this before. Dude, dude, dude. Let me start over. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Mousecapate. Hold on. Go back, Brad. Picky, picky, pixie dust. So go ahead and check them out. I'm sorry, Brad. You're gonna have a lot of edits on this one. Special guest today, my wife, Kaylee. Your wife is not Kaylee. Starting over, Brad. There's plenty of blooper material for you. It's all good. So this is going to... I said it right this time. This is going... This is going down the place. Yeah, it is. Okay. So this is actually really funny. Okay. All right. You got plenty of it this time. Hello. Dun, dun, dun. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. We our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.